Let's go to the rural news now with Maya Burry in Ototahi Christchurch. Uh, kia ora, Maya. Flood hit apple growers in Hawke's Bay are starting to get a sense of just how much they've lost. What have they been telling you? Kia ora, Max. Well, it's thought about 25% of this season's crop has been wiped out and it's going to take some orchardists years to recover. Apple exports are worth more than $800 million annually and Hawke's Bay accounts for more than half of that production. Orchardist Paul Painter told First Up that any fruit that's touched the floodwaters is essentially a write-off. And this is one of the real concerns at the moment. You've got growers, unfortunately, who will be desperate. Um, we've got uh, many staff, almost 500 at the moment, uh, for the harvest. And last week, nobody really did anything. Uh, so uh, our income will dry up very quickly. So uh, that's a real challenge. But anything that's touched that water, I mean, Ravensdown Fertiliser... Yesterday was still flooded water, so there'll be a whole lot of uh, inputs there from the fertiliser industry floating around. There is sewerage in that water, no doubt. There are, there are piles of dead sheep I saw stacked up yesterday in, in the water. So the water's dangerous, um, and it's basically spread through all those crops. Paul Painter says that's why it's really important people don't eat fruit that's been in the floodwaters. And he adds photos of the damage in the region don't fully capture the scale of the devastation. And the Agriculture Minister, Damien O'Connor, did visit Hawke's Bay yesterday and signalled further government support is in the pipeline. The capital infrastructure on the ground here, the intensity of, of the farming and orchard operations is, is beyond anywhere else in the country uh, and places like this are world leading in terms of technology so the hit has come very hard uh, to some of the best apple growers in the world uh, but that's what we'll be doing to get alongside them and help them to get up and running once again because our economy needs it. Damien O'Connor says there are growers in the area who haven't been as hard hit and are still planning to pick and export their fruit. Scales Corporation, which runs Mr Apple, is the country's largest grower, packer and marketer of apples. It says three of its 15 orchards have extensive damage and one has moderate damage. Scales says it doesn't have crop insurance for this event and prior to the cyclone, just 3% of this season's fruit had been picked. The Hastings Race Course has become an animal welfare and feed donation hub, amongst other things, in the wake of the cyclone. Hawke's Bay Racing Chief, Chief Executive Aaron Hamilton says at the moment there's hundreds of people on site every day and there's been thousands of donations of household items as well as feed and other supplies for livestock. He says there's also specific support for the equestrian community. What we're doing for the equine sector as a whole is we're operating a, um, a feed and vet service uh, here and the vet supplies. So anyone um, in the equine space who needs any feed or um, supplies, um, they've been coming down to um, to pick those up as they need them. But, I mean, the amount of generosity shown by those in the sector has been pretty impressive as well. And they've all, lots of, just as many people are coming to drop stuff off as there are people coming to pick stuff up. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, and we've also got, as I said this morning, uh, a number of items dropped off that are going to be helicoptered into those parts of the Hawke's um, Bay who need it. Aaron Hamilton says its off-site stable is also taking in any displaced horses that need accommodation. Gisborne grape growers are picking up the pieces after the region copped over 300 millimetres of rain during the cyclone, which caused flooding and dumped silt on vineyards. 
Of the 1,200 hectares of grapes grown in the region, it's estimated 50 hectares is severely compromised. Gisborne Wine Growers Chair Mark Thompson says insurers have told one grower they can't harvest anything because the floodwaters, which submerged the grapes, could carry health risks. A grower in Ormond Valley who asked that we don't use his name says he hasn't had to deal with the silt, but the flooding of vines will cost him about $100,000 with half his production gone. Now we're waiting for the berries to pop as the water gets pushed from the roots up into the berries and there's no room in there because the bunches are so tight. They start going pop, pop, pop and um, that brings in the fruit flying and the bees and the wasps. And yeah, it's a real, uh, real challenge to try and get the vineyard from here to harvest. Meanwhile, water restrictions in Gisborne, brought on by the cyclone, are putting extra strain on winemakers. Leader Brand grows 400 hectares of grapes, and Chief Executive Richard Burke says while the impact of the storm has been variable, a lack of water is a real issue. He says amazingly, harvesting, which was due to start last week, will get underway on some blocks. The water situation's been a bit of a problem, so we've been working with our winery and tankering water in so that they can get going. And the ones that have been covered with the silt, what do you have to physically do? Like, do you have to get rid of the silt before you can get in there to harvest? Um, well, silt, silt's a real problem when it comes. Uh, it has some benefits later because it's quite fertile. Getting rid of it may not always be the best thing, but it's certainly problematic until it dries. You know, luckily we've got a beautiful day yesterday. We've got another cracker here today. It's kind of like summer's finally arrived. We've had to go through two cyclones and Christ knows how much, but summer's finally here. Um, so let's just hope it lasts and we can, we can deal with what we've got on the land. Richard Burke says it's too early to say how much production could be lost, but it won't be as bad as Hawke's Bay. And just finally, Immigration New Zealand says the conviction of three people who exploited migrants under the RSE scheme should send a warning to others. At the Hamilton District Court on Friday, Anthony Swarbrick, Christina Kiwa Swarbrick and Martha Freeton were found guilty on nine representative charges. They had all initially entered not guilty pleas. However, during the jury trial, Freeton did change her plea. Immigration New Zealand says the offending happened between 2013 and 2016 when the trio arranged for groups of seasonal workers from Papua New Guinea to work illegally here for very low wages. They're due to be sentenced next month. And that's the rural news for today. Koe rā te o te tai whenua.